Meanwhile, back on the podcast, four colossal nerds named Subba, Chris, Christina, and Frank have set out to take on a great darkness that has enveloped the world of fandom with their powers of common sense and the strength to take on even the most butthurt Twitter mobs and insufferable comment section trolls. They fight for truth, objectivity, and nuance in the conversation and debate over fictional made-up shit. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Meanwhile, back on the podcast. I'm Frank McGuire. And I'm Chris Sabano. Saba and Christina will not be joining us for this episode. This is kind of a little special thing that we decided to do for you guys. We are in the midst of planning this incredible 50th episode, and we were racking our brains on what we could do to publish this week because, you know, we like to publish an episode every week. And we were searching around the internet, and everybody's talking about the 20th anniversary of the original X Men film from Brian Singer. Uh, we're not going to get into Brian Singer. I don't want to talk about Brian Singer. Um, so we thought it would be really cool now that these movies are available on Disney Plus. If me and Chris sat down and we did a little bit of a commentary, our own little, you know, our own little commentary on the film that you guys can listen to as you watch the X Men movie, because I figure you guys have probably seen this movie 10, 15 times mm-hmm. already, right? Um, why not listen to what me and Chris have to say? I don't know. Yeah, it's but just yeah. a fun experiment. Man, exactly. Th- this is 20 years ago. How old were you 20 years ago, Frank? I was, al- uh, sorry, I was, I was 21. Dang, I was, I was a little kid. I was eight, man. <laughs> I know. I was eight or nine, probably I... barely spoke English back then. And this is like my first superhero movie. And I mean, this is a lot of people's first superhero movie and I absolutely love it. Spoilers. But yeah, I think I thought we thought it would be fun to to do a commentary, you know, play the movie, have us on the background. We'll talk some talk some shit. See, that's <laughs> another great reason to do this, Chris, because I think it is everybody's first superhero yeah. movie, right? Yeah. Um, you know, incredibly, they were able to put this film together with the cast that they did for sure. Mm. And obviously, Fox has a lot of money back then, and you know, they were really trying to make something of this franchise. And then along came Sam Raimi with Spider-Man and the X-Men films. Well, I'd say number two is kind of aged more way better than, uh, than the first one. But, um, you know, it's an like exciting franchise. I'd love to, uh, I, I'm, uh, a, I'm a big defender of two, obviously not three. I mean, not obviously, but I hate three. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about that later. <laughs> number two is fantastic. Especially the stuff yeah, with Nightcrawler, like, like the, the effects with Nightcrawler, are mm. really groundbreaking stuff and mm. I'm really excited. I was really excited. And Magneto, to see that film. like the deep dive into Magneto's like motivations. Yes. I actually I really like it because Magneto's one of my favorite characters in like yeah. Marvel in general. Yeah. So, so well yeah. we're not gonna so, delay this any longer. Yeah. Um on the counter. We got of our three. snacks ready, we got our drinks. What do you yep. have, Frank? <laughs> um I've got water. I like ah, water. Lame. I know, kind of lame. I got eh? mango juice, orange, guava. They're all here. No Damn, snacks because you don't want to hear us munching on on our <laughs> on our uh, yeah. on our recording. But yeah. so, anyways, we'll, we'll let you guys uh, know when we're gonna play the movie, so we're all synced up. Yep. Okay. Um, so we're all starting in? at zero, like zero, 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 one. Um, we're all watching it on Disney Plus right now. So I'm going to press play in three, two, one, play. Okay, we got the 20th Century Fox fanfare. 
that used to be at the beginning of the original New Hope. Remember that? Before they did mm-hmm. the digital remaster, this was at the front of the New Hope right, because right. they were they were responsible for distributing the original Star Wars. A little bit of a uh, little bit of Star Wars knowledge in the mid- middle of this X Men movie. Oh man, Patrick Stewart! I, I love this movie. It was um, it was the first like serious attempt to bridge like realism of cinema with like the the craziness of comics, and I think like they I, I think they like sided a little too much on the realism. But being the first movie, it was like you know the risk, the the the. Like that's the only thing they could they could really risk because they knew comic book movies were kind of like a risk. But I, um, I don't know. I, I I enjoyed I enjoyed the the mix of of their um kind of like the fantastical of the comic books and the realism of cinema. And I love yeah. this intro, by the way. Like this is such a cool intro to me. It it, it is a good intro. Um, you know, I like the little voiceover from Patrick Stewart. Um, and I definitely like this this uh this uh flashback Ooh. camp scene open up think, on the villain classic yeah, move. I, yeah i think this really kind of sets the stage um because i do think yeah. that magneto is definitely uh the most interesting and most psychologically Hell complex yeah. character right especially given the fact that you know he is persecuted you know he's you know he's you know he basically grew up in a in a in a concentration camp and he had to escape there but then he goes back into the real world and when he finds out he's a mutant he he finds it in in himself to 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 almost have that same brand of hate towards humanity you know and i think that's kind of fascinating that Mm. instead of trying to do better he kind of does the same he does the same thing where he he kind of has the mm. superiority complex uh, over humanity being a mutant, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think also like he's seen kind of like the, the worst that like sort of segregation and stuff can, can lead to. And that's why he's kind of like overcompensating in his own way where he's like, he's, he doesn't want that to happen because a lot of, a lot of his motivations is like, pr- like preservation of his own, race his own like uh, i don't know like his own species i guess if you if you call mutants their own species and it's like it's this like there's a lot of it is like protecting his own people and and obviously like it, it, he takes it to to and uh, like the opposite that um xavier does where he, he's more like he's more offensive than than he than than xavier is um but yeah i, I definitely like the whole um like mirroring of his of his childhood to his like adulthood yeah i think seems so dark (laughs) yeah no i think what you're saying makes a lot of sense man because you're right you know he does still see humanity as a threat and for some reason being a mutant provides him with some sort of sense of superiority um which is what the nazis had over Mm. over the jews right you know or or any of the other races that they looked Mm. down upon was this sense of superiority? Right, yeah, anybody, yeah, you know. So, and uh, yeah. yeah, this this opening scene is extremely powerful, and and yeah. I'm pretty no, sure. And I love how like, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I'm just gonna say, I'm pretty sure Schindler's List was like only five years before this, or four years before this. 
So oh, yeah. 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 Sorry, what were you gonna say, Chris? Yeah, I love how they rooted I I just love how they rooted like the first showing of a mutant power with something so real and so like like Im- embedded in history. And mm. I, I love the mix of the two of them because like like it's like this dark realistic um like thing that happened with that, that we all know about and then like you see the first show of mutant powers and so mm-hmm. it kind of tells you like the micro microcosm of this of this movie it's like yeah we're gonna mix real life with with this like comic book world so what do you think of the casting of rogue honestly i struggled with it a bit because obviously i think yeah. that jim lee became famous for um you know when they came up with x-men number one with that multiple fold cover with Magneto on the front and all the X-Men and, you know, Jim Lee had really kind of taken the female characters in a, in a very, um, sexualized direction. Uh, you know, Rogue was very Mm. sexualized. Jean Grey was very sexualized. Um, Psylocke was very sexualized. Storm was very, everybody was sexualized. If they were a female, they were sexualized. And I kind of saw Anna Paquin as a choice being kind of an attempt to, move away from that and to kind of tamp things down a bit and make it a little Mm. bit more wholesome. Um, And I find it interesting that they chose her character to, to kind of start the story. And I think that's because of her power set. I think because her power set wasn't an offensive power set. It wasn't shooting beams from her eyes or, um, being able to control the weather or any of the other historically X-Men power sets, but hers was completely tied to yeah. the way that it interfered with how yeah. she interacted with the real world, right? And with her loved ones. Mm-hmm. So I think that was a good yeah. place to start from. Yeah. yeah. I like for me, I n- never cared about like the them kind of fitting the aesthetic I, I mean i did want her to have the white hair and everything but like mm-hmm. i struggled with her not being the southern belle like that that's how i kind of knew yeah her i would have liked that too yeah but i did like the casting of her and i like the casting of Jean gray that's that's for damn sure i like her a lot yep i did like uh i did like her and then i met her on the streets in toronto and she did was, you? uh remember i told you remember i told you i was oh. like walking around and and uh i passed her i think they were here shooting they were here shooting uh when they see us yeah, she was oh, here yeah? shooting when they see us. That's cool. That's cool. And then I ran into her and she was not happy about having to take a photo with me. And I was like all X-Men. I was just like, oh, oh my God, like, <laughs> I funny. love the X-Men movies. And um, I asked her about what she thought about the new Phoenix film, <laughs> the one with Sophie Turner. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. Man, Senator Kelly. Interesting uh, choice for the actor to play Senator good. Kelly, too. This guy's yeah. played everywhere. You know he's in Battlestar Galactica. He like oh is that right? Yeah, he's done TV, he's done film, he's done so many different things. I freaked out when I saw the back of uh, uh, Patrick Stewart's head. Of course you did. <laughs> Everybody I was like, oh, did. It's Professor X. <laughs> totally, dude. Totally perfect casting. I think he yeah. was the perfect casting. He I was like completely casting. hesitant about um, Hugh Jackman. Well, I mean, I was, I was, I was eight. Like I didn't even know really, mm-hmm. but I, I did know that like. Wolverine is like a short dude, but like Hugh Jackman obviously proved that he's like the best Wolverine. I I, I can't even see any other actor playing Wolverine other than Hugh Jackman. I don't know, man. When they were talking about Do Gray Scott being cast as Wolverine, I was yeah. really into that idea. I, I don't really know, like, into that it, idea. It's 
the scream and the like, like the primal like like animal uh like ferocity that the yeah. Hugh Jackman can can portray. I That's think the art like gallery captured... of Ontario, by the way. I don't know if you know that. Oh, is that right? Yeah, it's AGO. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna say, like, I think I think Hugh Jackman captured like the ferocity of of uh, Wolverine in, in like in a way that I I don't think could be can ever be replaced for me. Like there could be a new Wolverine that probably fits better in the comics, but uh, for me, the original uh, live action Wolverine will always be will always be Hugh Jackman. I think you hit the nail on the head, dude. I really do. You remember, you remember that video I posted on our Instagram where he was doing the ADR, um, which is a dialogue recording, additional dialogue recording, which is they put the actor back in the studio and he watches himself on camera or sorry, he watches Mm -hmm. his scenes and then he adds the dialogue on top of everything. I posted a video on our Instagram of Hugh Jackman redoing uh, one of the scenes from Logan and dude he is just ferocious mm, like right, right, the right. way that he brought it to the yeah. mic dude unbelievable yeah unbelievable yeah. he dive he dives right into the role for sure yeah by the way this scene i love yeah, the lighting, the lighting that they use Scott, the because scene, obscuring like magneto's face and then he turns around it's it's so like comic book i love it ah it's pretty cool here, here we go my boy it's cool yeah here we go yep here we go. And oh, the would green, you go to Canada? The green hood. If you're running away, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. The green hood. Because like I, they're obviously calling back to the early, 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 early rogue. Um, yeah. But yeah, no. Like, the points you're making about rogue, I think, It was good. a really like, interesting choice to, to make rogue. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I didn't catch that, Chris. What'd you say? Man. They make Canada look like a. <laughs> they make Canada look like a very dangerous place. <laughs> yeah, they don't make Canada seem like the hospitable. And shit. Like what the heck? Tim Horton sipping, Timbit eating, maple syrup type of place. <laughs> that's for sure. But I guess they chose like a rural, rural part of Alberta. <laughs> well, I think, I think that Brian Singer did his homework. Like, in in the original Wolverine Origins. You know, Hugh Jackman, or sorry, Logan, J- James Howlett. Um, you know, that's when we, that's actually when we figured out his real name was in Wolverine Origins. But he more or less was, mm. this is what he was doing. Like he was living in the Great White North. He was working as like a lumberjack mm. and he was fighting in cages and doing all kinds of crazy shit. And, you know, they really captured mm. that part of the story, I think. Um, adamantium punch damn Ooh, love it and the hair like like they, remember, they broke remember the seeing the hair for the first time the too there. sorry so you're saying the hair yeah oh, the hair? Yeah, when yeah, you, yeah when you saw the hair for the first time you're just like <laughs> oh shit damn man look how young he looks yeah he looks huge so young jacked, man yeah so he is jacked. he's huge jacked man exactly that's his name huge jacked man yeah and apparently he's He's just the nicest guy in the world. Like he's, fucking smoking he's, a cigar. Of course he is. Oh yeah, he's the best. I, I follow him on Instagram. That dude is like a saint. So hostile. I love how he's smoking a cigar while he's like fire cage yeah. fighting. <laughs> that's the guy from Police Academy. That's Which the guy? guy. That's the guy who had the revolver. And oh. and and Police Academy one. 
Oh, the Canada Canadian dollar bill, five dollar bill. We don't even have those anymore. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, I was gonna say, you know, you were talking about Patrick Stewart and his suitability for this character. Yeah. I think that there are like four people who are the personification of the people that they play. I think Patrick Stewart as as Professor X. I think um uh I, I think uh sorry, Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. Mm. And I think um RDJ, of course. RDJ, yes. RDJ as Tony Stark. And then there's another one. But now I'm drawing a blank. God damn it. I hate when this happens. It'll come to me. <laughs> Let's continue with the commentary. But yeah, no, there, there, there are people that really personify their characters and really live them and really bring them to life. And I definitely think that the people we just mentioned are... Uh, are a perfect fit for that classification or that characterization. Yeah. So. Oh man, I always remember this scene when he holds up the two, the two, uh, the two blades, and then the third one like slowly extends. Yeah. Uh, I'll never forget this scene. So awesome. Yeah. Oh. Talk about control. Ooh, so cool. I thought this yeah. was the coolest like intro to somebody's power. Does he call him Muti? Oh, I thought it was a mutie. There's so many like recognizable bit actors in this. The guy on the bench is yeah. another guy. Fuck yeah. So fast. Damn. <laughs> so fast. It's got like a quick draw. I love that snarl. Yeah. Me too. The intensity in the face. The jacket. Oh, I love the jacket. Mm. I was looking for that jacket at one point when I was when I was younger. Yeah, I was me like, too. I want the Wolverine jacket. I, I actually saw it, but I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't afford it when I was that young. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Think that in the, de the Deadpool jacket. Were you thinking of Deadpool? Because <laughs> like, because Deadpool is definitely Ryan Reynolds. I think Ryan is definitely Reynolds Deadpool. is definitely one of them. Definitely, but I was thinking of somebody else, and now I can't even call back to it. Um, I want to say one of the Jokers, but I don't want to say one of the Jokers because they've all done such a great job, <laughs> you know? Like, Jack Nicholson was great as the Joker. Heath Ledger was yeah. great as the Joker. Joaquin Phoenix was great as the Joker. Yeah. But, uh, but if you're going to take any of the Jokers, though, Jack Nicholson was the only real true-to-life Joker. He was great. The rest of them were, like, a great adaptation of the Joker. But... I love Heath Ledger as the Joker, though. Oh, my God. Oh, hell yeah, for sure. Yeah. But, but to say... That that Joker's accurate to the Joker in the comics is like yeah. a stretch, you know? Yeah, I think so. I think you're right about that. Oh, he's got his motorcycle. Why does he keep stealing uh, a fucking Cyclops' motorcycle? He's got his own back there. I don't know. Maybe something happens. To See, I like, yeah. dude, I haven't rewatched this movie in ages. This is one of the movies I memorized. Like, I can I can probably recite lines, but it might I get annoying. I haven't rewatched this one in ages. But I do remember that I did not like the whole Senator Kelly turning into liquid. That made no sense to me when I was a kid. I was just like, what? It's Why? Well, I was 21. Yeah. Sorry. I was 21 when I saw it. But I, I felt a little scared, <laughs> being honest. But yeah? Uh, yeah, the whole like, yeah, that, that was fucked up. The sound, the sound he made when he like died. I was like, oh, what the heck? It was definitely like, fucked up. Yeah, it was definitely fucked up for sure. But um. Yeah, it was it was odd. I love this. Didn't he's really like, like he's like a he's like a bad guy, but he knows he knows his typical. His heart is like, yeah, it's good. 
typical Logan. Like this is Logan to a T. Like he's always, you know, he's got that hard exterior, but he's inside. He's just, he's. That's beef jerky, right? I've always wondered what this was. This has got to be beef jerky. I think it's, I think it's beef jerky. I think it's beef jerky. Wait, they skipped the, they skipped the scene. What scene? She was like, I'm hungry or something. uh, I think they just skipped maybe like a line. Oh, maybe they did. She was like, I'm hungry. And then, yeah. Maybe they Maybe did. Th- I, I only have the original VHS, so. <laughs> All right, but you're not watching VHS. You're watching Disney Plus, right? Hey, exactly. That, that's what I mean. Like, the VHS oh, okay. probably had more more lines in it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it may have been a director's cut. I love how cut. she called herself Rogue. Like, that's how she got her name. She called herself Rogue? Yeah, she's like, I'm Rogue. <laughs> oh, like she, she's go- going around like picking an alias for herself, and she chooses chooses Rogue. <laughs> oh, 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 oh! You almost got the fucking life sucked out of you, buddy. Yeah. Do you think they chose Rogue to be the to be the one of the main protagonists because of her power set? Because I do. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I I think there was a meeting to say like, how are we going to show the life of a mutant in a very visceral like um like way where they can they, so it will it's like you know not a gift or a curse it's a little bit of both and they all chose rogue because rogues like rogues pretty popular but she's far from the most popular but i think yeah. her her powers her abilities lends itself to being like this very troubled character right creating drama mm. like almost yeah, being exactly. an organic source of drama yeah 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 i think you're right dude and I think that, well, like, obviously, they open the story with Magneto. There's more drama, you know, and his powers are going to create mm-hmm. more drama as they get stronger. And then there's Rogue, yeah. same thing. And there's Wolverine, which is his powers are definitely creating drama. And he's like one of the most unluckiest people in the goddamn world. Like, he's lost more women. You know yeah. what? I kind of like look at him and Hal Jordan as like the most unluckiest superheroes of all time. Like, they lose everything. Yeah. He's he's had a shitty life. Uh, Deadpool two has got a very shitty life. Deadpool two, yeah, for Lose, sure. Loses his mind like five. Oh, times. and Daredevil <laughs> too, man. Matt Murdock, god yeah. damn, that guy gets yeah, fucked yeah, over sure. all the time. And he's blind. He gets fucked over all the time, and he's blind. Man, and he's blind. Yeah. Hilarious. So, what do you think was Let's going through Hugh up. Jackman's head when when he had to make the decision to commit to mutton chops? And that haircut for for like probably <laughs> three years of his life. I think he was so chills about it. I think he was just like, ah, yeah, bring it on, mate. Mutton that chops. was my horrible Australian accent. <laughs> it was pretty good, Chris. I liked it. It's okay. Man, that hair though. <laughs> made me want to shrimp Thanks, on the man. Barbie. It made me want it made, made me want to shrimp on the Barbie, that's for sure. <laughs> this is cool, man. Man, I, I love the the tension in all these scenes. It's like they don't really tell you much of anything until oh, and then I love this. I love this hint that he's got other abilities except for healing oh, factor. Yeah, besides healing factor, I mean. Yeah, man, the look for for um the look for what's his face? Sabretooth. Uh, what's this guy's name again? Sabretooth. Sabretooth. Yeah, uh, like he. I think he looks really good here. Like I like the actor they they got to play him in um in uh origins but this look of saber is like dead on for me yeah this guy's a wrestler right he's like a pro so wrestler cool. 
His name's like Tyler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tyler something. I can't remember his last name. But you're right. No, this is like this is what this is this is a callback to the actual look for Sabretooth for sure. And now we get an Tyler introduction. Main. Yeah, Taylor Mate. Tyler. T- yeah, t- yeah, Tyler oh, Mate. Sorry. Shit. God, Ro- that was kind of cheesy. But wasn't a big fan. <laughs> what? Which one? Uh just the jump. Just the little like the aerial. Yeah. 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 I I never liked the whole the decision to age up, uh, Cyclops and and Jean Grey, but obviously like you know they're, they're not shy about this movie being an adaptation of X Men and not like yeah. not like a, not like a true to source material. But I don't know, like I would have liked them to be students instead of professors. Like uh, obviously, like Aurora Monroe should have been like a professor. Like I like uh, Storm being oh this guy, I love this guy. Yeah, Ray Park. Um, Toad Ray Park, I think. Yeah, he's like, a, he's like a legit martial artist. I love. Yeah, it. he was Darth Maul, Freaking dude. Darth Maul. He's Darth yeah, Maul. Yeah, man. I have so yeah. much respect for for Ray Park. He's so cool. Yeah, he's like I don't know if you ever seen him talking <sighs> during. And there he is. Yeah, I love this color yeah. scheme on him on his on his shirt. It's so sick. Pretty rad, man. Pretty rad. Yeah, no. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen Ray Park being interviewed, but he's a. Uh, He's a very interesting personality. He's very uh he's very yeah. eclectic. He's got he's mm. got some interesting takes on things. I think it's maybe because of the whole being a martial artist thing, but very very interesting. Mm-hmm. I saw him doing like a uh lightsaber routine with a little boy once. It was so cool. It was like this kid who had like a um Darth Maul lightsaber and he knew the choreography for one of the lightsaber fights mm-hmm. so he like asked for a for a lightsaber from the audience and then the, both him and the kid like did the nice. did the what do you call that the chore, uh, choreography nice so Magneto is interested in Wolverine we don't know yet we don't know why yet but we do know that he's interested in Wolverine but uh, we get to find out well shortly. it's not Wolverine right no he's interested in Wolverine nah man it was Rogue they, everybody oh. thinks it's Wolverine, but it's Rogue. Oh. oh, okay. Well, I haven't seen this movie for a while, guys. Forgive me, but yeah. uh, but uh, I thought it was Wolverine because of his but healing factor. They put him in the machine because I thought he was going to put in the machine. No, no, but, no. Oh, it it, it was. Uh, it's good because that's that's what they wanted you to believe is like Wolverine is is why they uh, they they got uh jumped. Ah, uh, okay. It's actually not. Man, look how huge Hugh Jackman is. He's a big motherfucker, dude. He's a big motherfucker. I love I love the design of 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 the lower levels of the mansion. It's just so comic booky. Yeah. It's so on point with the cartoons. Like you yeah. literally feel like the yeah. danger room could behind be be behind so any door. Cool. Love it. Love it, love it. Mm-hmm. And then you got the X suits. <laughs> pretty pretty <laughs> rad. Leather X suits. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? This is the way they should have looked because, you know, you can't, you can't do super, like you can't do the incredibly comic book accurate stuff. Not with the X-Men. I just don't think it works. I think it. No, for it, sure. You know, it's dangerously and, and they actually close to cheesy. It. And, yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 
not even not even dangerously close it is super cheesy he like Hugh Jackman's even like oh no it was Cyclops it's like what, what were you expecting yellow spandex exactly it's like you kind of telling the audience like listen like our our leather suits may be goofy <laughs> but that, what's the alternative here I don't think they look that goofy though that's the thing I think they look like flight suits or you know the kind of suits that like navy seals <laughs> well, wear uh, yeah, or something like that that's a good know? point they're like you know they look like tactical suits that's, that's what point. they look like you know um a, a little I, I just don't like the whole how tight it is in in its full body too like <laughs> yeah i agree but yeah with that. i mean it was better than uh better than uh, the alternative and they did have color accents to the characters right yeah like, yeah yeah they had the, he had the yellow yeah you had a little bit of the tiger stripe stuff or the wolverine stripe or whatever the hell you want to call it but uh but yeah hey did you see that for canada day i put up an image of wolverine on my facebook that's how I celebrated Canada. Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing that we have this guy as a Canadian superhero. I love it. Because he's like, he's without <laughs> a doubt my favorite of all time. Like, without a doubt. I had more Wolverine shit as a kid than I had of anything else. Like, X-Men mm. were like my jam. Like, I, I, that was my favorite thing. And it's the, it's the original Kitty Pride in, the, in, in Iceman. And, and Jubilee. You see Jubilee? No. Oh dang! Oh, that's it's her, the yellow. Yeah. yeah. Oh shit! I didn't realize that was Jubilee. I told you, dude. Like, I haven't watched this one in ages because, like, I just don't like. Yeah, the... I, I never noticed her, and I love yeah. Jubilee, but I never noticed her the first time I watched it. What's your favorite X Men movie out of all of them? Mm, this one, definitely this one. This is your favorite. Wow. Yep. Favorite. Okay. Yep. Okay. I'm going to say mine is Days of Future Past. This one is without a doubt. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. That's, okay. that's probably my second or third favorite. Okay. Yeah, I love Days so of Future good. Past. Love it. I, it just, there just wasn't enough Wolverine in my opinion, but I mean, it was a good move for them not to focus on Wolverine, but for me personally, I'd like Wolverine. So, <laughs> Well, he was, he played a pretty pivotal role. Kyle, he was I the only one that, that could here. go back in time. Yeah, but like they sidelined him for the for the for the finale. You think so? For the I climax. Don't I don't know. I kind of felt like Yeah, remember he well, got like, oh yeah, he got thrown in the river, and they right? Tossed him. Yeah, he got thrown in the river. Yeah. And yeah. he just missed the whole Which what is fine. It's better wheels? for the plot that he wasn't there, but <laughs> <laughs> What do they call you wheels? <laughs> He's such an asshole, I love it. Oh. Uh, James Marsden. Never and never would intimidate me in a, in, in in a million years. That guy, yo, he, this he dude looks is like a history's most famous third wheeler. <laughs> He's always a third wheel in every single movie. It's it's so sad. James Marsden. Yeah. Did you ever see that? Do you ever see that movie that he did with Katie Holmes called Disturbing Behavior? The one where they take the kids and they like reprogram them in the town. No, no, you didn't I see haven't. that. It was pretty good. It wasn't bad. No. Wasn't it wasn't bad. interesting. Though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So South Park did a parody on I would, it. I would freak out if somebody's voice started talking to me. Fuck yeah, dude. Man, I, I would I would love to go to this place more than Hogwarts. <laughs> this is in, dude, this Hogwarts is in Oshawa. Like dangerous. This is in Oshawa. We oh, could is go right? here. Yeah, we could go here, dude. That's amazing. Yeah. I don't like that oh, I love that this. Cyclops I, had to physically fire mm-hmm. his beam. I really oh, didn't yeah, like me that. Too. 
Yeah. I was like, that's kind of looks that kind of looks really lame, dude. Like, I like that. Mm. That's Jubilee. Yes. That's Jubilee. Is that is that yeah. Jamie Chung? It looks like no, I don't think it looks so. like G- no, there's Pyro. Yeah. And Iceman. Bobby Drake. Who they made gay in the comics. I don't know if you know that. They made Bobby Drake gay. Oh no, he always was. Iceman was always gay for like for a very long time. Are you sure? I, I'm thinking like nineties. Yeah, he was one of the first. Him and uh, him and Constantine were the, were one of the first. Um, uh, I don't know what Constantine Constantine's is. I think bi. Maybe he's bi. He is bi. Hundred um, percent. Yeah. Yeah, but like they, they were they're one of the two, or sorry, two of the first LGBTQ, and they weren't prompted by any like political things. They were just made that way by the uh, writers, which is like good, which is a good thing. Ah, uh, interesting. Oh, like, yeah, I love this. Like, oh my god, like. They got so much of the comic book right, you know, the Blackbird, the mm. the Danger Room setup, yeah. the look, the feel, like it was just awesome. Yeah, you could tell like they knew where they could risk it and where they couldn't. Yeah, and they just like ho- they just hit it a home run. Yeah, right? it's just like yeah, like these suits are are stupid. It's okay, we'll get rid of it, but we'll make we'll make every wherever we can make compromises, we'll do it. And, and like I thought it was like amazing. <laughs> Yeah, I agree, man. I think. Imagine that, if uh, they gave him. Imagine if they gave uh, Professor X the freaking wheelchair he had in in the in the show that like flying thing. <laughs> That'd be so goofy. <laughs> oh, the, the thing that covers oh, his entire legs. Oh, you know the sky I mean? chair. Yeah, the, hover, yeah, yeah. the hovering wheels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then there was the and then the animated series. He had those like Iron Man legs too. At one point, he had Iron Man legs. Mm-hmm. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. And and again, I like that they didn't shy away from the uh, from the f- from the you know the most ar- overarching theme of the X Men, which yeah, is yeah, prejudice, for sure. you know. And they dealt with it yeah, because yeah, exactly. because that's what it's all about. Like that is exactly yeah. what it's all about. Like even when you go back and you and, look and I love at how they, go ahead, yeah. no, go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say like I like how they it, it's like they started the story off from like when so like the world the world is kind of like just getting to know mutants exist and not like in this already pre-established world where like you know mutants are um like ha- have already been big part like here everybody's it's like a new scientific finding it's like brand new to everybody i think mm-hmm. it was like a, a really good good thing for them to do it that way because like there was a lot of room to grow yeah i think so too I really do. And and I think that this movie was timed perfectly in terms of mm-hmm. our socio-political climate because things were really starting to shift, you know, people were really starting to talk about you know, racial tension, you know, in the United States and in Canada. And uh, you know, this was it, it was uh it was a timely 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 release. Yeah, sure. I think I, um out of almost everyone, the the decision to change mystique into this like chameleon like like nude girl all the time i think was really really good because her original transformation thing like she kind of seemed like a demon or something and her clothes would always like change too like she'd be wearing clothes as a mutant and then like it would just disappear you know and i kind of like this version of her a lot where she's kind of like this this lizard chameleon like girl with with yellow eyes and stuff i don't know 
Yeah, I loved I it, it too. Was a good, uh, good change. Also, the actress is like so beautiful. Yeah, no, the production, the production design and the character design for Mystique is really, really on point. Um, you know, in the cartoon, she wore that kind of like white, kind of looks like a, I don't know, like a like a tunic or a sari or something. Yeah, and she had that like little skull belt, um, or like mm-hmm. sort or the skull the skull headpiece or whatever. Um, but no, I like mm-hmm. this look for her too. And yeah, Rebecca Romaine is uh, unbelievable in that role. Unbelievable. Everybody kills it in this in this movie as far as performances go. Everybody does. There's really mm-hmm. no bad performances in this movie. Not even the wrestler guy. Like you don't really see any crazy overacting. And he's not even an experienced actor. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, we're going to take a look inside Wolverine now. And Wait a minute. Is that an MRI? Uh, I don't know what it is, dude. <laughs> because because he can't be in there. <laughs> you know what I mean? You yeah. can't have metal in there. You'll fucking... <laughs> it's a giant magnet. <laughs> I don't know what it is, though. Oh, I like this, though. I like... Man, I oh. love Storm's hair. Yeah, Storm's hair is dope, That's dude. So cool. Storm's hair is... I love Halle Berry as Storm. Like, I thought Halle yeah. Berry was oh, hot yeah. already. When I saw her as Storm, I was yeah. like, okay, I'm good. Yeah, so, yeah, I love her. I, I love her. Yeah, I want to see her with the mohawk though. I want to see the storm mohawk, Halle Berry mm. with the storm mohawk. That's what I want. I want to see her fight some Morlocks too, because that's what she does in the. Uh, that's what she does in the comics. She becomes the leader of the Morlocks. Um, yeah, no, I love this scene because it really added the the uh wolverine's story like it really added a lot to wolverine's story by you know scanning him and and having to talk about his abilities and all that really like that part like obviously i like ray park and i like this character but i always thought it was a weird choice for them to choose toad out of all out of all characters to, to be part of this like evil ensemble you know what i mean yeah they were going there's for so the many, brotherhood there's so many bad guys to choose from yeah they were going for the brotherhood of evil mutants but i don't know i thought mm-hmm. you know i don't mind Sabretooth. i'm not a big toad fan definitely like i would like like, like if i was going to cast an x-men movie i wouldn't be like you know what we really need somebody to play toad hey, we need toad <laughs> we need toad but I don't know. I can't remember. There's probably a couple of action pieces where he kind of gets to show off his uh oh, his yeah. skill set, but not uh not anything that I would really get excited about. Eric Lyncher. The evil brotherhood of mutants. Wow. Yeah, these set pieces were big, dude. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of it's kind of a cliche kind of villain lair too, you know, like the water, yeah. you know, the water around <laughs> it, the long bridge. Um, his his office is probably something he would he would like chill in because he's like this like you know, kind of like this dignified old dude. But like this part is is like, well, why do you live here? You know, you're the bad guy if you live in this place, right? It's a cave. It's a yeah. bad guy cave. So I love I love this scene. It shows so much like vulnerability, 
and how much like how much Magneto actually wants to like is willing to sacrifice for his cause. Oh this yeah, you could see. Yeah, he's willing to put himself through some a lot of pain to be able to make this machine work. Kind of reminds me of that scene in Scanners though when that guy's head blows up. <laughs> yeah. You almost feel like he's going to fucking explode at one point. It's weird to me how how long it took them to to use Sentinels in the X-Men universe. Yes. Yes. Right? Because I thought it would be, it would have been like the second movie. Yeah. If not the first, but obviously... Uh, they were the waiting for when everybody was paranoid of robots and AI. That's what they were waiting for. And then like... Oh, yeah. You know? Cause, <laughs> that makes sense. Because when they did introduce it, it was, in, it was in Days of Futures Past. And people were already talking about, you know, the looming like threat of AI. Oh, they were dope, dude. The Sentinels looked amazing. The yeah, best scene... Yeah, like they're not, they're not the ahead. Sentinels that we know, but... That, but like they were legit scary sentinels yeah yeah i was way more scared of them than i was the ones of the comics the best scene is when magneto is on the train and he's like rebuilding the sentinels inside their train cars oh i love that scene <laughs> that scene is so gangster so good nice looks so young oh my god mm-hmm. It might like it. I love the delivery of exposition in this in in this movie. I mean, yeah. I'm not sure about the rest of the movie. I'll have to see because I don't really remember. But like this scene in particular, like some movies would completely botch an expositional scene like this. Yep. But like they do it really well because it establishes that these two could have a thing, and you know Wolverine really is curious to know about her backstory. So like when when she exposition dumps on the audience, it it means something. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, for sure, dude. It's hundred percent, and 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 it like and it like starts something with them too, and then Scott. <laughs> yeah, and they captured the dynamic, right? Like this is the Wolverine, Cyclops, Jean Grey dynamic. You know, you know, there's this mm-hmm. thing going on in the X Men comics right now where people are. Well, I haven't read, I haven't been reading that series just yet, but from my understanding, it almost feels like they're trying to turn Wolverine, Cyclops and Jean Grey into a thruple, which is kind of crazy. Or they're mm. trying to make they're trying to make Wolverine the bull and Cyclops the 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 cuckold, you know? I don't know what That's they're so doing. That's weird. It is, isn't it? It really is weird. But as a because writer, it's like their dynamic is yeah. No, go ahead. No, no, I don't know. Like like it just completely changes their dynamic and it's like now we lose like we we lose this this like i, I don't know i like the, the the triangle that they had you know what i mean like i like wolverine and him um like kind of being rivals and stuff you completely lose the rivalry if that happens you know i don't know yeah <clears throat> i'm a fan of that too dude but i think but i think like like i, I don't know as a writer the the idea or the concept of of uh stirring the the relationship you know to that point where for instance let's say let's say cyclops is a cuckold and wolverine's the bull that's going to do mm-hmm. something to their relationship in the field too eventually right yeah so oh yeah this is oh man oh uh, i couldn't and oh. i couldn't make sense of the look on his face at first yeah i was like how do you not immediately realize who you just stabbed? 
It 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 took Dude. him like it took him like five seconds. Yeah. Well, he did just have like a crazy dream. I love the oh man, this is such a crazy scene. Oh yeah. Um, I love the 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 backs the the how they kind of parse out Wolverine's backstory. Like they show you these images and stuff, but they don't fully tell you anything really. Yeah. It's just like you know there's something deeper, but you never find out. You really don't find out in this entire movie. It's only like the second one where you get more clues. I just like how they did that. They don't they don't want to like give everyone instant gratification. True, and just kind of keep it keep it like. True, mysterious but, and keep them wanting more. But oh, dang. This is great writing. This scene is such good writing. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Such good writing. It's like, such a great way to, to use like powers in the world as plot yeah. devices and, and in a very meaningful way. Instead of them just using them to solve problems, it creates problems, right? Exactly, yeah. Wow. Damn. Kiss memes. Yeah, that's so cool. I almost feel like shit. Yeah, that was very fortunate. (laughs) I've always thought that like she could just normally heal herself if she touches someone. But and then and then like this movie set me straight that it was actually like she'd have to touch somebody with the healing factor. Man, that was really lucky. Yeah, you know, some people were I remember some people reacted like, okay, well, if Rogue touches Wolverine, claws should be coming out of her because he has bone claws. <laughs> nope. And I was like, no, that's not how it works, dude. Oh, this is this was weird. Ugh. This was really yeah. weird. I was so creeped out. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh my god, what did they do? what did they do to this cat? <laughs> oh my lord. Yeah. I don't know. It just it, apparently it, the mutation extends to his clothes. Oh no! Wait, he actually loses his clothes. Never mind. Oh my god! Oh lord! I want to know what he's made of. Oh, I like this. This is good. Oh, he looks gangster. He is man. His cape flying, flying yeah. behind him. Oh, dude! Did you notice that Sabretooth is wearing a dog tag too? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's rad. It's really good attention to detail. That's awesome. Creates a little subtext subtextual connection between Wolverine and Sabretooth. Mm. Well, the fans already know about the connection, but pretty crazy. Wow. Such a great villain. Oh, yeah, I remember this part, too. He's just a mess. Oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> what a shitty power. Turns <laughs> into water. Yeah. Did not help him at all. That's for sure. It's your fault, dude. You get mad about... Oh, yeah, he locks him in? Yeah. <laughs> like that's the second time he failed him yeah that was a very saber tooth thing oh yeah this is the part i didn't like he just like he looked like translucent like he looked he was like goo he's yeah. literally he's literally goo when he comes up on the beach Ugh. they had to shoot this part in california but most of the movie shot in canada 
Oh yeah. Yeah. Maybe oh yeah, man. What the fuck? So weird. Yeah, oh, that's he's got definitely gills. California. He's got gills. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Stan Lee. Where? Stan, the hot dog vendor. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Love my little Stan cameos. Amazing. Stan cameos yeah, are the greatest. No, no lines. Nope. Not this time. Rest in peace. I don't Legend. think he... Yeah, rest in peace, brother, for sure. Rest in peace, man. That guy, he created everything. Like, all the things that we love and all the things that we that we talk about. See, and all the this is what we... I really miss about, like, the old school X-Men. The chess games between between Magneto and Charles. Like, this whole thing, he, he like, sends... Ro- he sends, like, um, uh, Mystique in to try to, to try to get her to run away because they can't go in and get her, so, so they do a gambit. And she goes in, impersonates Bobby. Like I, I thought that was like th- that's what I love about the old X Men. Are you on the scene where they're playing chess? No, 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 no. It, this is oh. the scene where Bobby's talking. Mystique Bobby is talking. Oh, okay, to, okay. To I got Rogue. confused because you're talking about a scene where they're playing no, chess. The, no, no, no. Like the, just oh. like the, just the intricate like mind games that they play on on each other to like gotcha to move pieces on the board. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Man, Mystique is like the ultimate agent. The ultimate what? Agent? The yes. ultimate like agent. She yes. can just do anything for you. Yes. She, it's such she, a good move to like make her run away because they can't go in there and get her. Yeah. Um, I wanted to... Uh, I wanted to get more of her backstory too. And you kind of do in first class and a couple other films, but I definitely wanted more of her backstory. I wanted to... I, I wanted to I definitely wanted them to play into that connection with Nightcrawler and yeah. uh that would have been really cool. And and Azazel. And Azazel, yeah. That would have been really cool. Night Nightcrawler was Man, a fascinating character. They did my character. boy Azazel dirty in uh in in, in first, first class. class. They, they didn't even yeah. give him a a proper He just like died in between films. <laughs> True. He did die in between films. The first class was good though. I really liked first class. We gotta talk about that later. I have some problems with that movie. Well, I definitely have problems with it, but it's not. It's definitely not one of the worst X Men movies. I think it's in my top. I, top I think three. Young Magneto is like cool. Like the um, what's his name? Um, kind of. I, I love that actor too. What uh, Fastbender? Yeah, 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 Michael Fastbender. Yeah, I think uh, he's one of the. He's like a really good casting for that, and I'm a big fan of James McAvoy. Yeah, I like James McAvoy too, and Jennifer Lawrence. I like I like all three of those. They're all great actors. Cerebro. Famke was uh she was a little bit older than I think James Marsden and uh and Hugh Jackman. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. she was, because didn't she she was she was Zenya on a top in Goldeneye. In uh, James Bond film, Gold Knight, yeah. Zenya on a top. She killed guys. She killed guys with her <laughs> by crushing them between their legs. Oh, that's oh right. Yeah, the, the thighs. Yeah. The thighs of death. Yeah. Crazy. Only in a Bond All film, All of this right? visualization of Cerebro. It's pretty dope. This is cool. Like the fog and like, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty rad. And uh, we're in Union and Station. And she's in color. Union Station in Toronto. 
That's Union no Station. No way, really? Yeah, man. Yeah, that's oh, where the, shit. That's where the fight goes down. That's where the fight goes down. Union Station. No, it's not. It's north. <laughs> it's not west of here. It's north. It's true. Big fight coming up. Big group battle. Look at the car collection. God damn. Mm-hmm. Where's my motorcycle? Oh, yeah, he's got that fucking just just like a just like a superhero team to have some sort of contraption, some super boost. Dang. <laughs> uh, Does a bike really need a boost like that, though? <laughs> Jesus, depends on what the bike is, I guess. Okay, yeah. it's a cruiser. It's like an old old style cruiser. I wonder if this was a Via train. Curious. Hey, kid. Logan's like your cool uncle that like lets you look at porno magazines and drink beer. <laughs> yeah. That's who he is. That's for sure. Are you touching your mic? Nope. Why? Why you hear something? Yeah, I just I thought you were touching me. No worries. No, not touching my mic. Uh oh, boy from school. <laughs> oh yeah, I love that. Steak's fucking around. Yeah, like like you're not gonna notice this guy wearing a goddamn Star Trek visor in the middle of a train station. <laughs> yeah, ridiculous. Oh yeah, then he changes to Charles. Man, the the security can get hacked so easily. Yep, especially with a changeling. It shows you how extensive like her abilities actually are. She can fool like biometric scanners and stuff. Oh yeah, dude, fuck she fucks everything up. She's she's the ultimate infiltration infiltrator. She's the ultimate infiltrator. She's the ultimate assassin. Mm. She's the ultimate just you know spy. Yeah. She can do it all. She can do it all. And they definitely underplayed her in um in in when Jennifer Lawrence was playing her. There could have been some way mm. more cool shit they could have done with her. Not that infiltrating uh Trask Industries and getting all those uh plans and shit wasn't cool, but it could have been mm. cooler, that's for sure. I like how she was the, the key to like the sentinels and all yeah that. that was dope um yeah i just wish she was like more evil than they made her out to be no well like she- you know you got to have a place to go before you turn bad right like you know they had to they had to make her somewhat somewhat redeemable before yeah, she turns bad Except, right like the the way they made her character is kind of like more like her being on eric's side is more about her loyalty to him than loyalty to the cause true which i would have liked more more i mean obviously loyalty to him would have still very important but like loyalty to the, to the cause should have been more um prevalent in her in her motivations mm-hmm. right because like it, it was kind of they, they kind of played her off as like she's either with 
Xavier or she's with Eric. And, th- and that's kind of like the, the crux of her character. But not, you know, I, I believe in Eric's ideology over Xavier's ideology, which is what this should have been. Mm-hmm. I mean, which was like portrayed in this movie. And in, yeah. But I don't know. Like, it was fine. Just whatever. Yeah, but but Magneto abandons her once she gets the, like, when she gets That's shot right. with the cure, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just abandons her. Dude, you look like such a dork. And, hmm. like, you don't think security <laughs> would be like, sir, what the hell are you wearing on your face? <laughs> Why does I'm it look like you're going to blow up this place? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah. And a little bit, he puts on a cap because, like, he thinks it's going to, like, can- <laughs> cancel the fact yeah. that he's got a Star Trek visor on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's how you beat Storm. Get that's your hands very, on her before she blows the shit out of you. That's very saber. I mean, okay, though. blows you up. That's what I meant. Yeah, that's very saber tooth though. Mm-hmm. Scream for me, man! The fro- the fucking toad. <laughs> Boom! So strong. Yeah, that was the action set piece I was thinking of, which is basically Toad's tongue grabbing yeah. Cyclops's visor. Just got but that Thor, motherfucker. Boom. Look at his hair. It's standing up on end. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. And that's still Union Station in Toronto, which is crazy. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I love that about her. She calls down lightning, but she doesn't shoot it from her hands, which I fucking hate when they do. She can't shoot lightning from her hands, guys. I mean, she, she has sometimes, but it's never been sort of her power. It's always been she calls down lightning, not shoots lightning. <laughs> I, I I think she can shoot lightning from her hands. I know she's done it in the, the comics. Those books. are like okay, so like for the for the majority of her run, she's never yeah. had that power. There's a lot of people that took liberties with her with her abilities uh, mm-hmm. after a while. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes she can like um, make ice from like she calls down like solar winds or whatever to make ice. But like those are all very like the, those are the writers make taking liberties from her power. Her Do you base mean solar power winds is actually or Arctic control winds? weather. Do you mean solar winds or Arctic winds? Oh, sorry, is it Arctic winds? Arctic. Yeah, winds. That's what I thought. That makes more sense to me. Oh, so cool. Unfortunately, buddy, it does it's your kryptonite. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, this always, uh, like when oh, when he yeah. spread his like claws. That's always like I, I felt that I was sitting in the theater going, ah, it's gotta hurt so bad. Because attached to his damn bones, man. Yeah, that's his bones. He's like spreading his bones. I remember. Big reveal. <laughs> I remember Whoever when people said I wanted you. <laughs> I remember, Such a good reveal. I remember when people were still speculating, like when 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 it wasn't, like when nobody. Like when they when they hadn't revealed yet that Wolverine had bone claws. I remember how you know people were speculating on how how he got the claws. Like where did the claws come from? You know where did they yeah. eject from and where did they you know retract to and and all that shit. That was that was pretty intense conversation on uh, on comic book forums at one point. That's the front of Union. That's not the front of Union though. Like that's the not front of Union. That's not the front of Union. I don't know what the fuck that is. Just like some park somewhere. Man, look how strong he is. Yeah, dude. Controlling metal would be cool as shit. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't have to like you wouldn't have to pay for another flight ever again. Yeah. You, need, you wouldn't need a car. I love how easily he manipulates metal too. 
Like yeah. I always like found the distinction between him and uh, Jean Grey, where he like manipulates metal to like such an extent where it's like molecular level, whereas Jean Grey like moves like moves things with her with her mind, but doesn't necessarily like manipulate. Oh, here we go. Oh yeah, forgot about this part. This nice. is good. Freaking abilities. <laughs> nope. Crazy. I'd love an explanation as to how Magneto, like when he's dealing with multiple metal objects at once, like the way that he's got the guns kind of trained yeah. on each of the officers. Yeah. Like, yeah. how does he manage to do he's that? So, he's really powerful. No, I get that. But like, it's almost like an algorithm. Yeah. Like, he almost has to like set yeah. them up, you know? Yeah, yeah. To Did you notice that Toad's wearing, wearing yeah, uh, yeah. the visor? Things glasses. Yeah. Uh-oh. He I always thought the this was Jean yep, Grey. That's I remember the he stopped the bullet. Yes, I always thought it was Jean Grey, but it was actually man. He caught a bullet in yep. mid-flight. How fucking strong are you? Super strong, dude. Oh my god, he's grinding into the guy's head. Oh man. Uh... <laughs> I mean, that thing should have stopped spinning by now, but whatever. But now it's up to, now it's up to Magneto to stop the bullet. Isn't that what should happen? Oh, I love that line. Still unwilling to make sacrifices. I guess we know how what kind of a chess player Magneto is. Yep. Compared to Charles. Yep. See, I always kind of felt like the pacing of this movie was a little off too. Oh, I never felt that. No. I thought it was cool. Yeah. I thought it was like set up, set up, set up, mini climax, and then set up again, and then full climax. I thought it was cool. Oh, no. And I, I love how like Magneto only ever risks himself when he's ready, right? Like he he doesn't go out. He sends he sends like Mystique out for for stealthy missions, and then when he sends um Sabretooth for you know in the wilderness or whatever because that's what he's good at, and then when he's ready, then he'll show his hand and then like you know attack in full force whenever he needs to. Yeah. Wolverine always being the the out the outlier, the rebel. See, I miss you. I miss I miss villains like this, where the, he like sets up traps for the for the main characters, and it like, and it works. You know, you know what I mean. Like, like he sets mm -hmm. up this whole this whole like gambit to to get Rogue out there, but he doesn't stop there. He also poisons Cerebro so he can like cripple them on the way on the way out. And it's like, yeah, I I thought it was like. We're missing that kind of like Machiavellian villains, but mm -hmm. it's like a, obviously a smaller scale than, than we've seen before. But I did, always thought Magneto was really cool in this movie. Did Halle Berry use an accent in this movie? Because he yeah, sounds like she tried. has an accent. Yeah, I really like her African accent when she like. Mm -hmm. I mean, like in the cartoon, mm -hmm. yeah, or the animated series. Call it a cartoon. That's the kids' table. Cartoons are kids' tables. Animation is not. <laughs> I 
she like you mean how did yeah. he know about professor xavier's school i don't know that's a good question how did he know about first Pro- maybe professor like he Xavier's knows where school. he lives but doesn't know it's a school i don't know maybe but yeah it's weird i want to know what his powers are and i want to know if he's like basically like dematerializing like there's like if he's just disintegrating Mm-hmm. I, know. I think yeah because like he had gills and he also turns into water I don't know <laughs> Professor X is probably like dude you are fucked yeah so good news and bad news good news you have yeah. abilities bad news terrible abilities so in this part do you think he goes back in time to that moment is that what no, happens no not at all this is a memory. Oh, okay. Man, I love he could the do that, representations though. of his powers. He could huh? do that, though. Um, Didn't he need help from... Uh... Wait. Oh. No, he can't. I think he needs help from... Uh, from... Are you talking about like Days of Future Past in the comics? No, no, no. I'm, no, I'm talking about... Like I'm, like, I'm pretty sure that he can project his consciousness into into different timelines um, i think i've seen him do that multiple times and maybe in some yeah. yeah maybe in some like some like crazy comics yeah there we go i remember an episode oh you know he he enters somebody's mind he takes over somebody's body um when everybody starts getting killed off by sentinels in yeah. back in time i think i do remember that yeah, he can take over someone's mind for sure. I've seen him do that a couple times. Oh shit. Totally mm. forgot about that part. I love that plot. It's so so well well set up. Well Yeah, executed. she does have an accent. Yeah. I like that shirt because it calls back to her costume a bit, like the black and gold and the yeah, and the white. For sure, yeah. I like little hints like that. I like little little subtleties in production design like that. Oh my god, dude's leaking all over the table. Eh, kind of gross. <laughs> I gotta say the X Men jewelry is a little uh is a little uh inconspicuous. Mm-hmm. You know? Like if you're part of a secret clandestine group of mutants, should you be wearing a piece of jewelry with an X on mm-hmm. it? I don't know. Yeah, like um oh, Xavier man. wears a pin all the time with X and his wheels has X's. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh, so gross. Yeah. Ooh, gross. Wash your hands, girl. Just turned into water. Oh, that sound he makes, though. Yeah. Poor dude. That must be really painful. I mean, who knows? She just dips. Get nice leather pants. <laughs> Were you disappointed that they didn't make him that they didn't make him comic book height? I was. Um, I. I th- remember thinking he should have been shorter, 
But as soon as I saw him act, I'm like, nope, this is the Wolverine. Yeah. You know, I mean, granted, I was eight, but <laughs> gotcha. like, do you know that yeah, they I, were? Do you know that there, there was talks to cast Danny DeVito as Wolverine yeah, at one point? Yeah, yeah, because of the height thing. Yeah, yeah. I remember. That's crazy. God. Yeah, let's not do that. <laughs> he was great as the Penguin. I won't take that away from him, but that's as def- Wolverine, that's definitely true. No, man, not good. Oh yeah, he gets poisoned by Cerebro. It's did, weird. I've always found it weird how how he got poisoned by like a chemical. <laughs> yeah, I found it weird too. It didn't make any sense to me. Like it literally made no sense to me. Like how does like Mystique, no, he's not being injected by anything? <laughs> right, right. And how did Mystique and Magneto know exactly what to do to Cerebro to oh, incapacitate no, they, him? Um, that was actually explained because Magneto helped them build it. Oh. And, th- and that's why that's why he has the helmet too. Right, right, because right. Because he knows how to counter it. Right, right. Listen, guys, I swear I've seen this movie. I just haven't seen it in a while. There's so many, there's so many uh, mistakes <laughs> I've made so far. Twenty years. That's a lot. That's how old this movie is. It is twenty <laughs> years old, bro. I haven't seen it in ages. Yo, this this fucking cerebro is a hazard. <laughs> He's like, there's no like hand railings. It's just like oh, a totally. platform in the middle. <laughs> totally. <laughs> like, like if the Workman Safety Insurance Board ever came in there, they'd be like, guys, sorry, man, you need a railing around this. Shut you need down. like a, yeah, yeah. They would shut that shit down. Yo, I've always found this scene creepy. Like, I always found like Scott as as like this conniving dude, right? Like, like this this scene. Well, no, I mean, like I don't know. Like I, I feel like he actually meant what he said. He's but he's possessive. like, oh, I'll take he's care of everybody, man. Yeah, and I'm just like, whoa, dude. I feel like you're a little something, a little extra there, buddy. He is extra. Like he's like Scott is way too possessive. Like even the way that he that he responds to, uh, even the way that he responds to Gene in in X Men in uh, number three. Like he's obsessed. Yeah, well, he's obsessed. Uh, you mean the ten seconds he was there before they killed him off? God damn! <laughs> Number three sucks. There's a difference. There's a difference between being in love and there's a difference to being being yeah being obsessed and being dependent on somebody. And I've never liked that about Cyclops. He's just he's just too. God damn! He's not his own person. He, like he just stabbed them with the claws. <laughs> Oh yeah, he did. Uh, he did the same thing. Yeah. Nice camera work. I'm trying to remember what building that is. Well, we know that the, that's the Statue of Liberty, but oh, it's Ellis Island. Oh, I like that. Oh, I didn't even. I I, I didn't even connect that. Mm-hmm. You know why that's significant, right? Because uh, tell me. Well, because. X-Men is this story about prejudice, right? And Ellis yeah. Island was where the, the immigrants, you know, back in right. would 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 come into the country. And they mm-hmm. would be either given a new name or, you know. Right, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Ellis Island was the port in which which mo- most of the immigration ships came in. You know what I also really liked about this movie is the the kind of the hyperrealism not hyperrealism, that's, that's the wrong word, but the the realism of like grounding this movie in, in the real world world mm-hmm. kind of fades out towards the end of the movie. And then they start doing like, th- uh, like as soon as they kind of sell us on the fact that, yes, this is going to be a superhero movie, 
you're going to have to suspend your disbelief. But they don't do it right away. They do it gradually up till like like the finale where they do like really ridiculous things. Um, it, namely, my favorite scene in this entire movie is when when Wolverine like gets thrown off the the Statue of Liberty and he like hooks him. He hooks around like the Statue of Liberty's crown and like spins around it. Right? Remember? Yep. Like wh- the, when they do that, I love how like that those kind of things happen at the end and they like gradually kind of help us suspend our disbelief and then by the end you're like this is not as ridiculous as i would have thought about like if i saw this in the beginning of the movie because it like i think you know gave it gave us like a a slow start up to it you know what i mean yeah yeah no i really like that yeah no i think you hit the nail on the head and and you know you were talking about the set pieces the action sequences and the stunts and everything but i think the one thing that that remains with this film is that most of most of the memorable memorable scenes don't even have action in them you know they're very exactly. they're very character driven they're very they're very performance driven you know um which is unique for a comic book film of this age you know what i mean like mm-hmm. you know most of the comic book films made around this era like i think you know before we started this chris i was asking if you saw that original captain america movie with ned Beatty in mm-hmm. it which is horrible like that was cheese as fuck and the punisher movies were Mm -hmm. cheese as fuck and you know there was never really anything good um in terms of the comic book genre when it came to film but this really kind of took it to a new level yeah this definitely like bridged the gap between those ridiculous movies where it's like let's make it like when everybody thought the only way to make a comic book into a movie was mm. to make it like goofy and then this bridge that gap where it's like yeah you can make yeah. a serious one you just have to know a balance between realism and and comic book ridiculousness okay so the costume yeah. i love the costume like when i first saw them mm-hmm. uh i was disappointed we didn't see like i i, I don't know i i've always loved the cyclops costume with the utility belt across his chest that's my favorite cyclops and, like, the costume. blue and yellow yep. Like, I've always loved it. And, like, Wolverine, obviously, like, classic. I love classic Wolverine costume. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they could have made it work. But I think it was a good compromise for them to do these, like, uniform leather, leather like, sort of tactical, like, Yeah, um, they're, like, flight suits. Gear. They're tactical flight yeah. suits. Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah, I like them, too. I think they fit. Like, the gloves are a little much. <laughs> like, why do you need full-on gloves? It feels like the gloves are attached to the to the full body suit. Mm-hmm. So that if you want to take off the... If you want, to, if you want like, your bare hands, you might have to, like, take off the entire body suit. True. That's kind of what it looked like to me, which is stupid. But True. everything else, I think it was really cool. Well, you know, we were talking about where this film sits in terms of the hierarchy of the other comic book films within that, within that time period. And it is it is the first team up comic book movie. Like it is the first mm-hmm. superhero team movie. But you know, Tim Burton's Batman, both Returns and the original, came before these movies. That's right. right? And I think that these costumes are largely inspired by some of the wardrobe That's design of Batman. You know, yeah. You know, like yeah, yeah. Batman's tactical. Batman's suit was like body armor and leather, and you know, tactical tactical armor. Yeah. Um, which served a purpose. And I think that's the way these costumes have to work. They yeah. do have to serve some kind of practical purpose. They mm. don't serve a practical purpose. They're, they just look like show dressing, you know? Yeah, exactly. So, 
You know, I like that they provide them some level of protection or some level of something, you know? I love the fact that Storm still has a cape, though. It's great. Yeah. So good. So good. For sure. Yeah, like, I think Batman is, like, in in a lot of ways, one of the first... Like, in in a lot of ways, it's the model to to make a good uh, comic book movie. Yep. uh, A live-action comic book movie. But in a lot of ways, like, it also set a lot of tropes up because like there was there's a lot of like campiness to them there's like the the darky yeah the dark like and in a lot of the time people don't try to imitate tim burton right because it's like you you, tim burton has his own thing everybody knows this it's like like if you imitate tim burton you everybody knows it oh i love this scene when he like breaks the metal detector and then he's like fuck you he flips in the bird with the claw (laughs) yeah when he flips in the bird with the claw i love it yeah so good yeah but anyways i was as i was saying like this movie I thought like was it serves a little bit of a different purpose than the old Star Wars did, mm-hmm. where like this kind of proves to everybody else that like you can make a, a comic book movie that doesn't have to like play up the the campiness and stuff like that. Like you can try to make a serious one. Yeah, and, but, but I love the yellow on his on his suit. By the way, like it's so cool. Yeah, it looks the yellow, rad. The yellow outlines. Yeah, it looks rad, and the stripes and yeah, really cool. Oh, I love this fight. Wolverine yeah. versus Wolverine fight. Ah, oh, so sick. Yeah. One set's real, one set's fake, though. I love how, like, Mystique can actually make metal with her hands, apparently. I mean, with her shape-shifting. I guess she can, yeah. Well, see, that's the thing. It shouldn't have worked. She shouldn't have been able to use claws. Yeah, I, I don't know how that worked, yeah. Yeah. And she, like, broke it. <laughs> he, like, broke it. Like, it it instantly been- breaks it. Like it should have been made of like muscle tissue or something. Like that's really the only thing that makes sense. It should have been like a bio- 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 biological clause. Well, I mean, Wolverine did yeah. like cut it right away. Oh, he did, but like we didn't get this. Like you don't get to see what's in it. It'd be cool if she like bled from it or something. That would have been rad. <laughs> Disgusting. Yeah, that would have been rad. Man, that tongue is so weird. Is Ray Park gonna do kung fu here? Not really. Oh yeah, I remember that. Oh, and then and then the fucking spitball. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Hardly breathe. Stopped her from breathing. Um, I love the it? slow pace action. Like it, they don't make it this super like high adrenaline action thing. It's 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 based on abilities, you know. Like they actually wanted to. They they wanted to ground it in their in their like mutations. Instead I of think this, like, I think that's oof, part of it, nice but I also kick. think that they were really, they were really trying hard to make sure that, um, that it was shot properly, right? Because like, oh we're talking yeah, yeah, about yeah, the sure. infancy of 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 these kinds of action scenes, right? Yeah, they were still trying to make like, yeah, for sure, they're just still trying to make cinema for sure. Exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. I think that was a big part of it. Oh, I remember boom, this. Boom! I love oh, that. Yeah. Kick. And she transforms right at the same oh, time. Oh yeah. Pretty rad. I fucking love Mystique, man. She's Pretty so rad. sick. Yeah. And I love that they didn't like pull that like, you know, girl fighting guy bullshit. It was just like all out. Just mm. brawl. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Ooh. She's so cool. And see. That should have hurt her. <laughs> I think that's one of the things that people fail to see when they start talking about representation in comic book movies. X-Men had everybody represented. Like, yeah, Halle Berry sure. was there for, you know, people of color. Um, 
you know, there was lots of women in this movie, lots of powerful women. Mystique, for example, obviously, Jean Grey. Like, and you know, I yeah. think people forget that very quickly. They're like, you know, no, oh. and also like they they all did they did all of that for for creative purposes and not for like you know, um, not for like making a political statement. Yeah, you they, know what I mean. Like they did that naturally, which is like the right way of doing it. Yeah, they were true to the characters, but you could definitely see the studio coming forward and saying, you know, hey, we want all the male oh, characters. We want, story. you know, we want Colossus, Cyclops, Wolverine, and uh, Nightcrawler. Right? Like they could have done that, but they didn't do that because I think that this time when this movie was made was kind of when everything really started to jump off with representation too. Representation was a big deal during during the early like sorry the late 90s man i don't know i I feel like good filmmakers don't even think about that they just like they they just make good filmmakers don't you're right but the audience does that's the problem good filmmakers don't but the audience audience oh i I love this Halle Berry line i thought this was like one of the coolest lines in the whole thing same thing that happens to everything yeah this is pretty rad Oh my god, through his tongue. Electrocuted through his tongue. Pretty dope. He's so fucking dead. (laughs) Pretty dope. Definitely dead, yeah. I think he's the only one that never comes back. I think he actually just died there. (laughs) I wonder if they built... I wonder if they rebuilt this set to look like inside the museum in... Mm. in, in, in in, Sorry, in the Statue of Liberty or if they actually did it in the Statue of Liberty. Probably a set. That's my guess. Because they destroyed a bunch of it. You're not part of the group. Rad. So good. I could tell by the smell. Fuck yeah. You forgot about that power, didn't you? Everybody forgets about that power. Yeah, pretty cool, man. <laughs> Prove it. You're an Your dick. <laughs> Your dick. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's kind of insane that they had to like, they had to be contentious right away. You know what I mean? Like, like, what do you like. Mean? Like, I know that they'd be trying to be true to the comics. God damn you, contagious, motherfucker. Ugh. I know they're trying to be true to the... They're trying to be true to the comics, but they really... They really tried to start out with... Right off where the comic books left off with this contentious Cyclops-Wolverine relationship, you mm. know? Mm-hmm. Oh, I love this part. When, when they made him face each other, it's like, yeah, good luck shooting. so strong yep final scene yeah i love the use of like their mutation and how and how like it's like used to create problems and and solve problems i think not a lot not enough um modern comic book movies do that actually i don't know like avengers movies are pretty good at that too but 
what was this? Uh, this I don't know. For? Was it I don't UN know. Something. Something. Yeah, UN Security something or something like Summit. that. Yeah, yeah. that's what it is, dead, bro. Nope. Is Jean crying? She looks like she's crying. I think so. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're tar yeah, that's what they're why they're doing it. I love his plan too. It's not like strictly speaking, like, you know, he's not trying to kill a bunch of people. He's just trying to turn them all into mutants for to to like live in this you know, like this so there wouldn't be um segregation, right? Yeah, he doesn't want Obviously it's like a smaller scale, but it's not like an evil plan really. Because he wasn't he doesn't really know if the side effects are death. He's like hoping it's not. Obviously, like he yeah. doesn't care enough to test it. But yeah, like like he's 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 hedging his bet on the idea that if he turns everybody into a mutant, then they're not going to hate mutants anymore, right? That's the that's the mm -hmm. idea behind this plan. So it's his belt that he's lifting, right? When he's flying like that? Uh, I don't know. It could be the iron in his blood. It could be... Oh, I, I wouldn't think I'd pull myself. If I was Magneto, I wouldn't pull myself from my blood. That must be so painful. It just rushed to your head. Maybe it is something he's wearing. I don't know. Oh, I fucking love this. Sacrifice. It's Wolverine Sacrifice. Fucking gangster. Pretty gangster. Uh oh, here we go. Poor Anna Pack one. Oh yeah, this is uh this is a good fight. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like that there was no mm. reference that they knew each other, though. Yeah. kind of silly. You know? They didn't really know if they were going to go with that, right? Yeah. It's too early. But yeah, they should have. Like, like, there could have been something. Like, there could have yeah, been... Yeah, I like... always thought that Sabretooth had gone feral at this point. It mm -hmm. was kind of just like a... But yeah, no. Like, that's just an excuse for me to to buy it. But yeah, definitely. Like, there could have been, like, you know, don't, don't, like, don't I look familiar to you or something like yeah. that? Yeah. That could have well, worked. Well, yeah, Sabretooth would have known, but Wolverine wouldn't wouldn't have recognized it. Yeah. But I think it goes back to like them kind of sidelining Sabretooth because it was an inexperienced actor that played him. True. And also there was already enough story to go around. True, true. Oh, yeah. Okay, so Sabretooth is uh, the, the dog tag. Oh, I remember this. Yeah. Yeah. Nice Man, and slow motion too. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Booyah. Best shot ever. I don't care how ridiculous it is. <laughs> Pretty cool. That I was one's so dope. amazed by this shot. Yeah, that one's dope. I love when he launches oh. double claws. Yeah. Yeah. That's like his signature move. I love yeah. it. Um, I was going to say, uh, yeah, the, the the dog tag that I that I spotted on, that I caught on Saber Oh, it was actually Wolverine's. It was Wolverine's. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But you never know. It could be. He could be wearing his too. <laughs> 
Man, what a gangster. Yep. Killing himself for the cause. Another Sabertooth, very Sabertooth line. You owe me a scream. Oh, oh we yeah, get our yeah, first bub. Was that our first bub? I think yeah, that's our first yeah. bub. Hey, you did it. Didn't they use that same trick also in uh, in Age of Apocalypse? Uh, pretty sure you mean they just did. Apocalypse? I'm yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, Apocalypse, X-Men Apocalypse. Or pretty sure they used it. I don't really remember that movie because I don't like it. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't horrible. It wasn't the Ugh. greatest, but it wasn't horrible. I, I really like started on that right now. That's a that's an episode for you guys later. <laughs> Oscar Isaacs was pretty good though. Pretty good. Here we go. A little bit, a cool shot. A little bit of X music. It's such a cool finale. Storm <laughs> uses. So Storm uses the wind. Gene steadies him to make sure that he goes on the path that he's supposed to go on. And here we go, folks. Big claw strike coming. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit, here he comes. Such a good shot, too. But he's supposed to be too weak. Ugh. He's supposed to be weakened. Yeah, and that's why he can't. He's not just like throwing him off the roof immediately. I guess. Yeah, but he's bending his claws back too, dude. Oh, and her hair just turned white, gangster. Oh, I thought that was so painful too. Her hair just turned white. Oh uh, yeah. Rogue hair. Yeah, finally get that rogue look. Oh, snizap! Come on, hit him. That's a lot of extras. Hit Fuck. Him, Holy shit. It's a big scene. No, what do you mean? Take it. Take the shot. Should he was? He should have shot Magneto ages before that. That's mm. the other thing I didn't like about this ending. Yeah. Like, if, like if he was aiming at Magneto, why didn't you shoot him right away? Didn't yeah. make any sense. I think they wanted to give. Uh, Wolverine has shot before because uh, he might miss, I guess. I don't know. It was a crazy light show, guys. <laughs> yeah. There Chekhov's go. gun gives, gives him his uh, gives her his uh, abilities. I love that foreshadow. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I was wrong. You can't take the gloves off. (laughs) 
he's not being jacked by the power that much. No, I don't. I don't think it's working. Oh yeah, it kicks in like right now. There you go. Oh nice. shit! All his wounds. Oh, it's cutting the shit out of him. Well, ugly looking blood. <laughs> that was way too bright to be blood. That was way too bright to be blood, yeah. Damn, dude. <laughs> All his wounds just like opened up. All the ones he just healed from. I love the music. I wonder what they're going to do with Wolverine in the MCU, man. I really do. I, I just want a Hulk Wolverine fight, honestly. I would love a Hulk Wolverine fight. Look at her. She's fucking almost dying and she's still like... Turns into a security so, guard. She's such a fucking yep. crafty minx. She is a crafty minx. And Big Needle just woke up on the top of the... They just left him there. Empire Later. Yeah. I really like how they sidelined him for the fight. And they re- like because in go ahead. Sorry, what were you saying? Yeah, because in the in the um train scene or the the train station scene, you see how powerful he actually is. True. Magneto couldn't risk him being in the fight because he knew he wasn't going to be in the fight because he had his his whole uh his whole device thing. Going, yep. right yeah and they kind of they kind of uh foreshadow dark phoenix a little bit too with the with the look that Jean has right now mm-hmm. she looks a little bit darker than she did originally <laughs> that tickles <laughs> How do you feel about Jean kissing Wolverine all the time? Uh, Even though she's with Scott. Like, she's done it a couple times. She kisses right. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She kisses him in the next movie. She kisses him in the comic books. Like, it's so... I don't know, dude. It's... it's You almost lose respect for her. Like, she's just... Like, is she that eh. shitty a person? Well, you know, desires and all that. <laughs> I guess. That's how love triangles work. All 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 love triangles are like that, really. I guess. Like the person who's, <laughs> the person who's stuck between the two, the two uh, prospects are always kind of like like assholes in real life. If you actually if you actually think about it, because it's o- almost always like they're they're with somebody but like somebody else, and that's kind of mm-hmm. there's no there's no getting out of that one. <laughs> oh yeah, foreshadow. Yep, I love it. I I think it was so smart for them to to like use uh, Wolverine's backstory as like a hook for the for the next movie and the next movie, it, and always keeping him in the dark and keeping it mysterious. Yeah, and never and never giving up enough. Uh, yeah, never giving up too much. And Brian Cox was so good as uh, as as Striker, so good, dude. Oh yeah, Brian Cox for is sure. amazing. One of the, one of the best again. That's the AGO. Mystique. How how can you miss that though? As if you're a viewer, 
Like, you definitely... Everybody would have seen that yellow eye. Those yellow eyes. Dude, there's there's literally... There's literally, like, a ton of people on YouTube who look at YouTube videos waiting for people's eyes to change because they think (laughs) that it's the lizard theory the the lizard theory yeah 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 yeah. fucking illuminati theory they're like they're like oh my god lizard people oh my god you see his eyes they like changed on video it's called an artifact you moron jesus christ (laughs) video 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 frames aren't always perfect ridiculous They really took the the Kitty Pride Wolverine dynamic and they kind of did it with these two, eh? Like the brother sister, yeah. Like you know, yeah, because because sure. like Kitty's like a sidekick at in 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 the comics, basically. Like she even had like they even had their own miniseries together, Wolverine and Kitty mm-hmm. Pride. So I really I really got that feeling from that for sure. Yeah, she could have definitely been replaced by Kitty Pride really fast, except the plot would have would have had to have been different, I guess. Uh-huh. That's probably why. Because they really wanted the whole like These person ste- that's like, you know, cursed with powers instead of blessed by him. Did he steal Scott's Scott's bike again? Yep. <laughs> Damn. Wolverine, you rebel. I have that chest set. The glass one. It's pretty cool. So elegant. Elegant. I, I like that. Nice. I used to watch this scene over and over again to see which ones of the characters are the pieces. I always went the rook is probably Sabretooth and the the pawn's probably Wolverine. But I don't think it I don't think it went that deep. <laughs> I love their relationship. It's so cool. Comes at school looking for trouble. Love it. I love this prison too. It's mm-hmm. so cool. <laughs> such a good actor. Both of them. Ian, Ian McKellen is such a sir. Sorry, sir. Ian McKellen. Is yep. like uh, he's such a good actor. Yep, Gandalf, Gandalf man. Magneto, <laughs> an old Nazi, an apt pupil. I don't know if you saw that, but played an old Nazi mm. that got discovered by uh, his neighbor, and the neighbor started to exploit him for it. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like this kid, this this uh, this kid. Oh, and the music. <laughs> I love yeah, it. Yeah, pretty cool. I love what they did then. Nice. They like made made their own score, but then they had to put the music in. Not bad. Directed I by this, I love this movie. Nobody. <laughs> Why David, don't you like Brian Singer? David dude, Google Brian Singer. That's all I gotta say. Oh, uh, okay. That's all I gotta say. He's like, (laughs) he's apparently been implicated in some pretty, pretty, pretty heinous shit, dude. I thought I thought you're talking about him as an artist. No, 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 no. But Mm. 
Amazing that Richard that Donner case. was a part of this project, eh? Yeah. Richard Donner from Superman and David Hayter wrote the script. Mm-hmm. David Hayter is uh, the voice of Solid Snake in uh, the Metal Gear franchise and the voice of Wolverine, I think, in the animated series, which is kind of cool. So, yeah, guys. Uh, well, thank you for joining us. This is our first ever commentary track that we've done to a movie, uh, to a film. Uh, so we hope you enjoyed it. Thank you uh, again. It's kind for of an experiment on our part. Hopefully it landed. <laughs> definitely an experiment. And I do hope it landed too. But uh, thank you, Chris, for joining me. I had fun. Uh, yeah, good to revisit fun. this movie. It's been a while. Uh, so yeah. So guys, um, if you get a chance, if you could head over to Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or Podchaser and drop us a review, let us know how you feel about the show. Let us know if you want us to do any more of these commentaries and be specific if there's a film that you want us to see us do a commentary on drop it in the comments let us know and you can always hit hopefully us on we'll his- get the hopefully we'll get um christina and, and saba in next time as well yes sorry hopefully. about that <laughs> yeah hopefully we will we know that you guys just don't always like listen to dudes voices so it's always nice to have the ladies <laughs> um but yeah and 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 you know if uh if you get a chance follow us on instagram at uh, meanwhile underscore pod and stay tuned for our 50th episode. It's going to be yep. a good time. And I guess we can kind of tell everybody what's going on now, Chris, now that we're going to publish this ad that we yep, got coming absolutely. out. So, guys, the 50th is going to be really cool. We're going to have an interactive fan Zoom party. So, basically, we're going to get a Zoom room and you guys are going to be able to listen to us do the show live. You can ask us all your burning fandom questions. We're going to give away some prizes it's going to be a good time. So we really hope you join us. That's going to be, uh, you know what? We'll announce when it's going to be. We're not exactly 100% sure yet, but that is how we're going to yeah, celebrate our that. 50th. So stay tuned. Yeah. All right, Chris, anything to say in closing here? Mm. No, we love you guys. Thank you for, for listening to us, reviewing us. Thanks, thanks for all the support. Hopefully we see you guys for our 50th. Come talk to us. Yeah. Hope we see you guys. All right, man. Well, we're going to sign off here. I'm Frank McGuire. I'm Chris Abana. Peace, guys. Later. Peace. Peace.